Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 567. And today, we're going to be talking about the wrong way and the new way to use Facebook to grow your brand. And I actually posted a YouTube video on this, and you can find that by heading over to TheAmazingSellerTV.com, and you'll see the weekly brand building tips videos there. You can go check those out, and I kind of drew this out on the whiteboard. I'm going to kind of explain how this whole thing came about and why I wanted to share it. I'm going to break it down for you so you kind of see the new way, uh, or at least my new way of thinking about how to use and leverage Facebook to grow our brand. Uh, the other thing I want to do is remind you on uh, the show notes can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 567. Sometimes I fail to do that, so I wanted to make sure that you uh, knew where to grab the show notes because you might want to grab these. Uh, the transcripts will be there as well. The other quick little reminder I wanted to give you is Brand Accelerator Live is official. It is open. You can grab your tickets and you can spend some time with myself, my team, some really cool guests that I have coming and speaking and sharing so we can all learn how to build our brand on and off of Amazon. So if you have not grabbed your tickets yet, definitely go grab yours. You can find them by heading over to brandacceleratorlive.com or theamazingseller.com forward slash live, and you can uh, go ahead and do that, all right? So it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited about it, and it is real right now. So depending on when you're listening to this, we're about 11 months out, 11 and a half months out, something like that, depending on when you're listening to this. And uh, yes, it is a little while away, but uh, it's going to be worth the wait because uh, we have some really cool stuff planned. I would also say if you have not checked out the uh, mini series that I did on pace, which is the four pillars to building a successful brand that will last today and also tomorrow. It's a way to create a future proof business, and that's pace. You can uh, find that by heading over to theamazingseller.com forward slash pace. It's a free series that myself and Chris Schaefer did, so definitely check that out. It'll get you up to speed as far as uh, those four pillars and building that successful brand. All right, so. Today, I want to share with you this, uh, this whole wrong way and new way of using Facebook to grow your brand. And the reason why I decided to do this episode was because my wife actually has someone that she has been kind of looking at as advice or getting advice for, you know, fitness and, uh, you know, just someone that she can follow that she kind of resonates with and, uh, and all of that. And it's really awesome because, uh, this, uh, this person is really good at what she does. Um, but she wants to go out there and reach more people. And so she started to explain to my wife what she was doing as far as, uh, trying to get attention. And so I, I really want to share with you what she was doing, but I also want to share what I advised her to do, whether she does it or not. This is what I see uh, as the best way of doing it right now. Now, these things may change in the future, but right now, Facebook is really, really great at finding our market or helping us find our market, targeting them precisely, and then we can engage with our market really, really quickly, and we can do this by running Facebook ads. Now, don't get 
you know, scared or afraid that uh, you have to go out there and be a Facebook ads, you know, like uh, expert. You don't have to be. I'm not an expert. I could do this myself, but I do have people on my team now that help me with this. But I know how it works. And as long as you know how it works and the strategy, then you can actually pay someone to implement it for you. That's the cool thing about knowing how to do something is great, but then getting someone else to do it for you, as long as you know what you want and the outcome, you can go out there and you can hire that stuff to be done. And um, I've got resources on my resources page that you can find people that I uh, have used or that other people have used that I know have delivered really good VAs or virtual assistants. All right. So here is, uh, here's what I want you to do first. I want you to think about this kind of like the old way that we used to do it, right? That we used to build up, you know, Facebook as far as like our own Facebook fan page and and getting people to see our stuff. Like the old way was to go out there and get a bunch of likes, right? Like, and I was even teaching this like two and a half years ago because it worked, right? You would run even like a little ad and say, hey, like, you know, like this page if, if you like pugs or something, right? Like, so you would just get a bunch of likes. And if we got a like, then there was a good chance that we would show up in their newsfeed, all right? Well, times have changed. doesn't work anymore. It hasn't worked for a long time. So what I seen was my wife's friend here was running somewhat of a likes campaign, okay, where she was just putting out a video and then getting people to like the page if they liked this one workout or this one exercise or something like that, right? So the whole purpose of this ad was to get a like. And then once she got the like, then I believe that she was hoping that people then start to see content if she published content because she is actively on that page. The problem is, is that Facebook really doesn't show our stuff all that much. All right. And you know, there's a whole bunch of uh, filters built in now where if you want to hear from this person, you have to click, you know, a certain button or a certain checkbox or they're changing it all the time. Same thing on YouTube. It's becoming harder and harder, even though we're a subscriber or we're a fan of a page or even a member of a group, right? It's just becoming harder. All right. And do this for me. If you don't believe me, go to a page right now, not now, wait till you get done with this, but do this, okay? You might even want to go back and listen to this or go to the show notes and you can you, you can read it. Um, find a page that has 50,000 likes or 100,000 likes or 300,000 likes. I don't care. Just something that's got quite a bit of, you know, what you would think, you know, engagement, but that has a lot of people, okay? So go there. And then what I want you to do is I want you to look at one of their posts, okay? And I want you to see how much engagement that post has gotten in the past day or two days or even week. And you're going to find, I can almost guarantee it, that it's going to be very, very small compared to how many followers they have. I see this on Instagram too. Instagram, someone's got 300,000 people that follow them or you know uh, they, they follow them on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, but let's just say Instagram. And they post something and they get like 2,000 likes. And people are like, wow, they're, they're popular. They got 2,000 likes. That's out of 300,000 people. Like, that's not good. That's not good at all, right? Like, people are complaining because they're getting only 10% open rates on an email. You're getting better there than you are on something like that, right? With 300,000 uh, people that are following you on Instagram and you're only getting 3,000 people to actually like it or engage with it and comments. That's even less. You might get 20, you might get 50, 
you know, depending if you've asked an engaging question or something like that, but like, it's not going to be 10%. I can almost guarantee that. All right. And again, go back in time a little bit. I mean, you'll see this on YouTube, go to a YouTube video. Someone's got a hundred thousand people that have subscribed to the YouTube channel. They post a video and they get 2000 views in, you know, maybe two days, right? It's not really that good. Now, the cool thing about YouTube that I like is even though you didn't get instant like visibility, that's evergreen. Instagram, it's gone. Facebook, it's gone. Unless we can drive traffic to that stuff, then yes, we can resurrect it and we can use it as content. I'm a big fan of that. But if your strategy is to build a fan page and get likes, and then you think that you're going to be seen by those people I'm here to tell you that's probably not going to be the case. I can, I would almost bet on it that it's not going to be the case. You're going to get a handful, but nothing near what you're getting. But you might argue and say, but Scott, I'm getting like 10 cent likes or 20 cent likes. Okay. That's great. Someone liked it. What's the chance? So now if you can, out of those 10, let's say you got 10 likes. Okay. If you could get one person to see your stuff, that would be good. Right? So really what did it cost you? A dollar, right? So it really cost you a dollar to get that. I'd rather spend a dollar on an email address than I would on getting a Facebook fan page like. Now, one thing that you could do, and uh, you know, I didn't ask this individual personally, but maybe, maybe she was going to get a whole bunch of likes and then she was gonna run a retargeting ad to the people that liked her page. That's fine. I still wouldn't do that route, not right now. Now, if you have a page that has 50,000, then yeah, you can, you can target those people and that'd be great, but I wouldn't pay to get to that 50,000. What I'm about to share with you is what I would do, and it's actually something that we're currently doing in a few different situations. I'm actually running a little test here for my son who has a local little basketball training camp that he does, and we're building up some awareness there through Facebook. Uh, we're also doing it in the new brand. Uh, we're going to be uh, running this exact same strategy, and I'm also doing it with some TAS stuff, all right? So here is, again, the old way, okay? Let's just get this out of the way. Run Facebook ad uh, and then get likes. Okay. And then post content on the page, ask for engagement, likes, comments, whatever. And then you're hoping that you're going to show up in the feed. That's the old way because it really doesn't work anymore. Okay. Now, again, like I said, you can still run ads to those people that check the box that said, yeah, I like this page, but then they're gone. Here's a better way of doing it. All right. So pay attention. All right, here we go. You can post a video or content. It doesn't have to be video. I'm going to use video as an example because I think there's so much we can do with video now and we can really we can really speed up that process of getting people to know, like, and trust us, all right? So here is what we are doing. We create four to six pieces of content, preferably video. So I'm going to use video as this example, all right? Now, in those videos, it's really important that we're not going to be pitching our products. That's not what we're doing here. Again, if all we're trying to do is get people to see our stuff, well, then we need them to consume our stuff. And we only want to focus on people that are actually really interested in our stuff. All right. Not just a like, a like doesn't mean that they consumed any bit of our content. It just means they clicked it and then they left. Right? So here's what I suggest that you do, or anyone that wants to kind of build out a custom audience in Facebook, but also really take that bigger pond and then narrow it down and only communicate with the people that are that are actually consuming your content, all right? So we create four to six 
videos. Now, it's important that these videos are not going to be 10 or 12 minutes long. I like them to be between five and seven minutes, three and a half minutes, it's fine, right? But five minutes, seven minutes is generally a good rule of thumb, okay? You wanna get right to the point, you wanna deliver a tip, or you wanna address a pain point. Okay, there's two different kinds of videos that we can do. And I'm gonna give you an example here, actually two different examples. So if I was going into the bass fishing world, then I know that they want to know how to catch more bass in a pond. I know they wanna catch bass, uh, or how to catch bass in the weeds, and maybe catch bass in a lake. Just randomly throwing three things out there, right? So one video would be like, hey guys, it's Scott, and in today's video, I wanna share something with you that I know that if you're a bass fisherman, you know you've probably wondered, how the heck do I catch more bass in a pond? Well, I've got one tip that I've tried over and over again, and it works really, really good for me. So what I do is this, and then I just give the tip. And then at the very end, I just say, hey, thanks so much for watching. Hopefully this helped you. And hopefully you go out there and catch some more bass. All right, I'll see you in the next video. That's it. Boom, done. That's it. Okay, next video. Same thing. Hey guys, Scott again. Got another bass fishing tip for you. If you're like me, you like fishing in the weeds. But the problem is you get hung up. You lose lures. Lures are money. They cost a lot of money. Heck, I make my own lures. You might even drop that in there, right? Because maybe you do sell lures, right? And the one thing that I want to share with you today is one tip that you can actually do by something you can buy at Home Depot or Lowe's. You can actually put it on your lure and it will help you not get caught in those weeds, right? So that would be it. And then you'd give the tip. And at the end, you go... So hopefully you enjoyed this. Hopefully you don't get hung up in those weeds and hopefully you go out there and catch some more bass, all right? So this is Scott wrapping up here. Hope you go out, help you go out there and catch more fish, whatever. Done, right? That's it, bye. Thank you for watching. That's it, simple. We're not asking them to do a thing, okay? The next one might be like how to catch bass in a lake, right? I'm not gonna go through the whole video scenario again, but you get the idea, right? So all we're doing is we're trying to see what videos they're consuming, so now what we can do is in our Facebook ads manager, we can see how long they've watched a video by engagement. Now, one thing that you wanna look at when you're running a Facebook ad is we are not using, using the conversion aspect of this. We're using it actually, and I don't wanna get too complicated here. I just want you to understand the overall strategy. But what we're doing is we're, we're using engagement, okay? So we wanna get engagement with that video because what we wanna do is we wanna see how long people are watching the video. Because what we can do now is we can see that someone's watched 25% or 50% or 75% or even 95% or 100% of that video. And then we can say, all right, my next video, I wanna show to people that watched 25% or more. Or maybe I wanna go a little bit, a little bit warmer and I wanna say, I only wanna send this to people that have watched 50% or more, right? Do you see the difference? If all I was doing was driving people to a like and they liked the page, do I really know if they actually consumed or even if they're interested? Do you think someone that consumed two and a half minutes or three minutes of a video is getting to now know me and like me and trust me and see that maybe I'm an expert in this space or someone that is a resource in this space? Don't you think that's more valuable than just getting a whole bunch of likes to a page? right? Because now I can go back and I, at any time I can go ahead and say, I want to run a retargeting ad to someone that's watched 50% or more of my video. 
And now I might only be showing it to, you know, maybe 700 people because that's how many people out of 2000 people actually made it 50% through, but that's a warmer audience, right? And warmer, I mean that they know who I am, right? They've seen me before. So if I did this and I had four to six videos and I put them in, let's call it bucket one, and those are more of an engagement campaign, it's kind of like dripping out, you know, emails to people right? And, and getting them to know, like, and trust you. And then maybe in another follow-up one, it might be mentioning one of my products that I created. And then if they want to go buy it, they can, or maybe you have a special coming up and you want to run a three-day sale to just those 50% or more viewers. Like we can do that, right? But if you did the same thing, let's say that you got a thousand likes on your page and then you posted something, you might get 10 likes. Great. Did they, did they engage with it? Do we, did they watch anything? Did any, you know, you might see that, oh, uh, you know, this many people viewed the post, but that just means that they viewed it. They could have landed on there for three seconds. We can see that people only watch three seconds. We're not going to pay attention to those. We're going to only pay attention to the ones that have watched 25% or even better, 50% or more of that. Now I'll give you an example. Okay. I'm doing this right now with my son here locally. So this is how precise that we can, we can actually focus on our area. Like you can take a zip code or maybe you multiple zip codes, or maybe you take a zip code and you say within a 25 mile radius, and we're going to be targeting, um, you know, moms and dads that have uh, children under the age of, uh, 16, um, that play basketball. Like we can get really, really focused and we can narrow down our audience. And so what we're doing is we're putting out these tips for kids to get ready for the upcoming season. Cause my son, he's in college now, but he played ball all the way up through high school, had a pretty successful career. And now he actually does these camps. He does some free camps. He gets people interested and then he'll do some one-on-one -on -one coaching. So people will hire him to do one-on-one -on -one coaching. I should know I actually paid a lot of money for one-on-one -on -one coaching when he was a kid. So he loves doing it. He enjoys it. He also wants to be a physical education teacher. He wants to also coach, um, possibly varsity basketball. He really just enjoys the sport. So now this is what he's doing. So we're running this campaign. It's literally costing us less. The last time I looked was like 19 cents for a 50% view of a video. 19 cents. Now I want you to think about this. If you were to run an ad for 30 seconds, even on your local network that you don't even know if people are skipping through or if people are watching that ad or not, 30 second spot, how much do you think that's going to cost you? Probably thousands. Well, we just put our ad or our piece of content in front of our ideal person, by the way, too. We're not just throwing it out there to the masses. And we can see that they watched 50% or more, and we only paid 18 or 20 cents for that view. That's pretty valuable. Two and a half minutes, three minutes of a view, they're starting to know, like, and trust that individual, in this case, my son. And now the next part of this will be after we've done this engagement sequence, people are starting to see him come up in the newsfeed all the time, right? Now all of a sudden it's this local kid that's helping the community. He's also pretty good at basketball. Kids like him. He's showing some of his, some of uh, the, the clips of him training some kids. And then he announces he's going to do a camp. He's only going to take 15 people in that camp. It's going to be 35 bucks a kid, right? So you might've spent 50 bucks or a hundred bucks to build up that audience. But guess what? The first camp will pay for that. And then any other future business he gets off of that will just be pure gravy. And he can always go back and retarget that video viewership 
anytime he wants because it's a custom audience now, right? So you see the power in that? So here's the other thing I want to address before we move on is I wanted to kind of address like my wife's friend there, right? Who is targeting, I believe, women that are 40 plus and probably uh, want to lose unwanted belly fat or, you know, maybe just want to shed an extra 10 or 15 pounds, right? So what she would want to put out there is not like how to do, you know, a certain exercise because no one cares about the exercise. They care about the result of the exercise. So when you're thinking about what you can put out there for content, you need to think about, is it a, a wow video? Like, oh, wow, that's awesome. I can catch more bass in a pond by this one tip. Or is it a pain point where that could also be getting caught up in the weeds? That sucks because you just lost $10 on a lure. Or it could be a pain point of, man, I've been trying to lose this belly fat for the last 10 years after I had my kids and I just can't lose it, right? So you have to think about that when you're creating this content. You want to be relatable. It's not about the actual thing. In this case, like how to do 10 push-ups correctly. Who cares? How to build a, a, you know, a more sculpted chest by, use, by doing this one special you know, push-up that, you know, I, I learned in the military or whatever, right? Like that would be for a guy, obviously. So hers might be something like, you know, um, th uh, three foods that help me lose belly fat that you'll never, uh, um, you know, that, that you'll never, uh, believe, or, you know, that I found at my local grocery store or something like that. Or this one exercise helped me lose belly fat. Never thought it could, you know, try this exercise 10 minutes per day. Unbelievable. Like something like that, like a little bit of curiosity, but also the pain point, you know, hate the gym question mark, try this at home to shed some pounds. Like we know that people hate going to the gym. So call it out. You know, we know people don't want to spend a lot of time in the gym, 10 minutes per day. Right. Uh, you know, so we're calling out those things that we know that people are going to resonate with and that would stop in their tracks as they're scrolling through the newsfeed, right? Target the right person, put the right message in front of the right person, look and see who's consumed the content. Those are the ones that are raising their hands. Those are the ones you keep delivering more content to. It's literally that simple. You can be in their newsfeed every single day if you want to, delivering value and really speeding up that process. Imagine if someone came at your door every day, knocked on it and go, hey, it's Scott again. I wanted to give you a tip today. Oh, cool, Scott. What is it? Here's what it is. You know, whatever, whatever you're going to help with, how to play piano right? And then the next day you knock on the door. Hey, I got another tip for it. Oh, cool. Scott, come on in. You sit down, you show them how to play a different chord on the piano or a different, you know, a different song. Next day you knock on the door. It's the same idea. You're able to show up over and over and over again, only to the people that actually have raised their hand by watching something in the past, right? So it works really, really good. And this way here, we can show up, we are going to pay for it, but we can show up and we can see exactly who is resonating with it and who's not. And it all does come down to the targeting. You, you do need to know what the market or who the market is. You can't just go out there and just throw a blanket out there and just hope that you can grab the right ones. The other cool thing you can do is if you have an email list right now of either past customers or people that have uh, showed interest in maybe a giveaway or something in the past and they've raised their hand for something that you know is related to your market, you can upload those upload that to Facebook and then you can use that as your, as your starting point and then you can start to narrow in from there. So, so much that you can do there. Again, I covered this on the whiteboard. Um, I'm actually going to be doing another one on the whiteboard here. So depending on when you uh, listen to this, you might want to head over to the amazingsellertv.com brand builder series there where I go through the whiteboard. You'll see some whiteboard videos there of me. Um, those are the ones you're going to want to definitely check out because I'll, I'll kind of map it out for you. And I wanted to do this one here because I seen, 
you know, this, this lady that my, my wife really loves the way that she teaches and she's got a great way with, with helping people, but she just doesn't know the marketing side of things. And, um, I think she got advice from someone else that was telling her to do this like campaign. I'm like, man, is that like an old course or something? Because that's totally not what we're doing now. Like, that's not it. We're not, that's not even close. Um, so I didn't want her to see her go down that road. So my wife did reach out to her, gave her a little bit of advice, but I said, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and shoot a podcast episode and I'll do a whiteboard video and you can just send it to her and I'll help other people in the audience as well, but I'll also help her individually. So hopefully this reaches her. Um, so again, here is kind of like a recap on what she could do, but also just to kind of give you on how this would work. All right. So post videos on your Facebook page. You will need a Facebook page in order for this to work. Okay. Doesn't matter if there's anybody on your page or not, but you need that as your placeholder because that's what you're going to run your ads against. All right. So your target market in this case, you need to know what that is. But in this case, it's uh, women 40 plus maybe working full-time jobs um, or, or a full-time job. The other one you can do too, if you wanted to, is you can add a, another component to it to kind of even get a little bit of a wider, but also go a little bit deeper and uh, maybe a woman's world magazine, because we know that, you know, women in that age range probably read women's world. I should know that my wife reads that magazine. So run ads for engagement. That's the way I would set up those ads, create custom audiences for the different views or the amount of views, 25%, 50%, 75%. You'll get that stuff in the back end of your ads manager. All right. And then run ads to the people that engage. So the people that are engaging, those are the ones that you're going to retarget with more of your content and potentially some offers, or maybe even a lead magnet to get them on your email list too. All right, so there's some cool things that we can do there. And again, we're gonna show up in their newsfeed on a regular basis and deliver value. And you will be known as the cool person in the market. I mean, it's really that simple. How do you stand out amongst your competition? You show up in the marketplace and you offer goodwill. You offer good content that people can actually benefit from whether they buy from you or not. All right, I mean, heck, you guys are listening to this podcast. A lot of people have been listening for the past three and a half years and you keep showing up because I keep delivering content. I'm not asking you to do anything other than consume this content. If you, if you want to send me a thank you letter, that would be great. Um, or if you want to buy something from me in the future, if I have any resources that might be of benefit to you, then yeah, for sure. Absolutely. If you want to go through one of my affiliate links, that's great, but I'm not saying that I'm going to stop creating this content unless you buy from me. There's a lot of people listening that never buy a thing and that's okay. I still want to add value to the marketplace. That's how you stand out amongst your competition. I mean, that's how you do it. Like there's a lot of noise out there. There's a lot of buy my stuff. You know, the minute you get on someone's list, they're banging you over the head, you know, or spammy headlines or subject lines or content to try to, or clickbait as we call it, uh, where you, you're trying to, you know, you're trying to get someone to click in and then you, you kind of, you know, bait and switch like none of that stuff. Like just truly show up and give some really awesome advice or tips or experiences or a story of what you did that helped you get through this certain thing. Like really that simple, help someone get a result before they ever buy from you. And there's so much that you can do around your market. Most likely just depends on the market. But if you really think about like, what does your market need? What do they want? And then you just, you create that content around that. And a lot of times you can see other successful brands out there or even influencers in your space that are creating really awesome content. And then you can see what is resonating with people. And then you just 
create some with your own spin on it. Like that's, that's how you do it. You know? So the cool thing here is once you do something like this, you're building another, another off Amazon asset right? And we're doing something in here. Actually, we're doing two things in here that actually relate back to pace. All right. So you guys that are coming in late, maybe, and you haven't heard me talk about pace, it's preparation foundation. That's your first pillar. Then there is a for attention. Then there is C for cultivation. And then there's E for expansion. Well, right here, we're talking about attention and we're talking about cultivation, right? So we're grabbing the attention right? How to catch more bass in a pond, how to, you know, how to catch bass in the weeds, right? So that's getting, that's getting the attention of the right people. And then I'm showing them and demonstrating that I can help them, whether it's a story, whether it's something that I've done in the past, whether it's something that I've just learned, I'm going to share it with them. So that's the cultivation. That's the building, the, the trust, the bond, right? And then once you have that, I'm telling you, it becomes so much easier. You don't have to sell, it becomes so much easier. All right. So I just wanted to kind of share this with you guys because it is pretty, it's, it's pretty cool that you can do this, but it's also new to a lot of people. And it was new to me until uh, not that long ago. I mean, we've always been able, not always, but recently we've been able to kind of target people by how much they've consumed and stuff. But it's just a whole nother way of looking at it by looking at just delivering content without really asking for something. And then from there, getting them into another bucket, a warmer, a warmer bucket or a warmer part of the pond get that catch more bass in a pond pond. I just kind of tied that together. I didn't mean to, but I happened. Um, so you can, you can basically just start to warm them up and then communicate with those people that are, uh, that are ready to maybe get an offer or maybe ready to be introduced to something versus you just showing up and going, Hey, my name is Scott. I got something to buy. want to buy it. Like that's not going to work right? So it's pretty awesome to be able to have this and be able to use this to really build our brand. So this way here, we have another channel outside of Amazon that we can drive sales back to Amazon if we want to. And then from there, if we want, we can also drive them directly to our own sales funnel or our own free plus shipping offer or anything else. But this here is an asset. This is also a skill set that you'll be learning that you'll have that a lot of your competition won't have. So definitely something to consider and something that I'll be definitely spending a little bit more time on here in the future. And this is definitely something that we're going to be talking about at Brand Accelerator Live. I've got some Facebook ads people coming in that's going to talk to us a little bit more on this, also about offers and lead magnets, how to get more attention, uh, you know, how to create the best offers, all that stuff and so much more. But really, we are going to be diving deep into all of these different elements in pace, but these to specifically building an email list, how to do the retargeting the proper way, but really how to get that leverage outside of Amazon so we can really build our business to not rely on just one stream. It also allows us to, if we ever want to sell, we have more assets in our business. And the other cool thing is you are building a skill set through this entire process. So Guys, if you want to hang out with me at Brand Accelerator Live in September 2019, I definitely suggest you run over and grab a ticket while they're still available. And you can do that by heading over to brandacceleratorlive.com. Grab it over there or theamazingseller.com forward slash live. All right, guys. So that's it. That's going to wrap up this episode. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to. You have to. Come on. Say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.